0: to you.
1: show? Email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook to access our listener polls, and follow at twistmyarmcast on Twitter. Listen for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And now, here's the host of the Twist My Arm Podcast.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Uh, What is up, everybody? I'm so glad that you're back listening to the show. Um, I'm stoked on everything right now i'm i'm very excited about where the show's going and i'm just i'm I'm happy that's all there is to it i'm josh the host of the show that is my name and i'm joined today by one of my very good friends and semi all the time co-host mr jesse hey how's it going good good um like i said i'm winging it today that's why that intro was real bad (laughs) but um Usually, yeah, it's ahead. super high quality. Yeah, it's always high quality. Yeah. <laughs> there's never mistakes made in this show.
1: I don't even know Have what mistakes ever? are, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that's I agree. Um, no, I, I'm doing well, though. I, I've been very super busy, very super busy, and that's that's about all I can say. It's just There's a lot of stuff going on. We had the Barroom Blitz last week. Well, we had that two weeks ago, but the episode aired last week, and again, thank everyone for coming out to that show and checking it out and all the people on Facebook that watched it and then all of the people that are still continuing to listen to it on SoundCloud and iTunes. Once again, we are the Twist My Arm Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and all those different social media outlets, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show. I don't even know why I'm bringing that shit up right now. <laughs> See? knew it. it. was a know it was a bad idea. I should have... <laughs> I should have wrote something down instead of...
1: All right. You playing, know what? I'm cowboying night. this podcast. <laughs> so recap of my week because Josh <laughs> was busy doing a bunch of like promotional stuff and musician my stuff. My head hurts, man. Yeah. My head hurts. All that creative people stuff where they don't have deadlines and they just you know kind of wing it. All that <laughs> stuff is the stuff that Josh has been up to. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I'm a full-time working adult, so I was going to work all week, getting ready to go be a full-time child on the weekend. What I mean by that, if you don't live in the Denver area, is that I went to Denver Comic-Con. I try to go yes. every year. Usually, I don't make Hooray. it. <laughs> yeah, um, we we went this year, we went last year, and then there was, before that, there was a bit of a gap, but we also went in 2013, and possibly the year before, I don't remember. I'll have to look through my badges. But it's really cool. I'm building a Denver Comic Con <laughs> badge collection next to my desk. So, anyways, that's awesome.
0: It was. Uh, it was. What? Where was it? It was at the Convention Center, right downtown, same area. It's always at 15th and basically 15th and Champa or whatever. Yeah.
1: Or some street. 14, I, I don't know. Trump. I try I try to specifically um, not learn the names of streets in Denver on purpose. That way, every time I go there, I'm still freaked out and feel like the sense of, where am I? Because, you know, that's productive. So,
0: anyways. So, you know, I just wanted to just sidetrack, side note really quick, because I just found this out the other day. But, you know, outside, like in the front or on the west side of the convention center where there's the, like, art statues? Yeah. And, like, that big field over there? Mm-hmm. So they're Coheed and Cambria is playing a show in that fucking field. Weird. In but July, cool. I think. Maybe maybe it's August. I don't know. I don't even know how they're gonna do that. I've yeah. How many tickets kinda, would be
1: available for that?
0: I don't know. But I just I thought it was strange that they're like setting up an outdoor show, right right there in that that field. At, have well, you ever seen, I've never seen any concerts there. I, I mean, I don't mean to be
1: super critical or anything, but it seems like a band who has a concept comic that goes with its music should have done that during Comic-Con. But, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, you <laughs> but know. who are we, right? <laughs> yeah, that's just me. I don't get paid for that kind of thought. Anyways. <laughs> um, the first no, sorry, thing. Didn't you, didn't no, no, you good. The, uh, the first thing I want to address. What did you go? Uh, we went Saturday. Um, and generally we, we do go on the Saturday because we usually work on Friday and who wants to go to a con on Sunday? Um, I don't mean that to disparage anyone. I just feel like having to go on Sunday and then go back to work on Monday is more depressing, but that's just me. Anyways. Um, I, I I always (laughs) hear every year about Denver comic con, somebody on social media is like, it's so hard to get in and I really hate the management there and it takes so long and every year I go there, I'm in line to get in for like four minutes. I I don't know yeah. what people are running into, but when I bought my tickets, there was, it was like, you have to download this app. So I downloaded the app and I, I got really impatient and I had to like change my account because I was like, I don't have anything in this app. And it turns out that it was because Shit. I hadn't processed the tickets yet. So then it locked me out because oh. it thought I was trying oh. to do something shady, right? So uh, I'm like, great. Now I got to call Ticketmaster because I went to sign in and it was like, your account has been locked. So I think it was actually uh, XS, AXS tickets. And so I was like, great. Now I got to call uh, them. Oh, of course. So it was. God damn I'm it. expecting this huge ordeal of this is going to take forever. But I called the guy. I was like, this is what happened. And he goes, all right, I'm going to unlock your account. Here's your new password. Have a good day. And I was like, this was wonderful. I don't know how to praise you, but you're awesome. So <laughs> that's
0: cool. Like, so, yeah. but. I guess that's kind of weird, though. Did they ask for any like, like, uh, security information? Yeah, he or g- like?
1: he had me verify the credit, the last four of the credit card that I paid with. So oh, okay. it was, which okay. the number is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but he, <laughs> he was like, you know, is this you? I was like, yeah. And he was like, cool. And then it was, it seriously was on the phone for like maybe five minutes. It was you awesome. Know, I really so, think the
0: problem with Comic Con is. People, everybody goes there at the like. People are lined up hours yeah. before they even open the doors. I mean, and so if you if you go there at the very beginning and try to get in when there's thousands of people trying to cram themselves in there, of course it's gonna take forever, right? People but are. I, I people mean, are basically going. I was year. in a
1: line of a thousand people, and it took forever. Yeah, like, yeah. No shit. And last dude. year we went like
0: two hours after the doors open and just walked right in. Yeah, no problem at all. Four minutes. So yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to be there. There's no panels worth a shit in the Deborah Comic Con that you need to be there that early for. I would I, I would say maybe really
1: maybe if you're a collector and you think that somebody's gonna run out of something that you really, really want to buy, maybe. But like you're maybe. already lowering your chances by being with a thousand people at once and, you know, they're all gonna see where you're going. I don't know. I just I don't I would that's rather a, not deal with that and still go pay a bunch of money to do a bunch of shit. Like um, the yeah. the way it works well, was
0: frustrating, though, that that that's such a terrible review for a thing for people to say if they're like reviewing it or commenting on yeah. the pages and stuff. Well, like, and
1: that's specifically why I mentioned it, because I want people to know if you be I, I, I don't mean to sound condescending, but if you be a grown up about it, <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh, basically, the app gave me a QR code. The guy at the first line was like, do you have the code? And scan he scanned it. it and then he yeah. handed me a badge and then I was in. I w I, I didn't stand in line, I walked through line. So do yeah. it that it's way. It's like going it's to a movie sweet.
0: theater it's like going and yeah. lining up for like movies hours beforehand and then complaining that you had to wait in line for three hours. Like, I am a firm believer that you should yourself. go to
1: movies on Sunday morning at ten AM and nobody will be there. But <laughs> That's true. I am I unless it's Avengers. Yeah. I'm I have some sure that Avengers was <laughs> loaded. I have some <laughs> antisocial tendencies, but I, I work around them instead of against them. Um <laughs> Good for so, you.
0: That's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah.
1: So, uh, we so we really and I mean, here's the deal. I had um my mother who lives in Arvada give us a ride over there. So I was able to park in Arvada. So I didn't have to find parking in downtown Denver. Oh yeah. You and and then parking. Yeah, I got to just get out of the car, walk into Comic Con, and then call her like seven or eight hours later and say, please come pick me up. Um. So how long was, did it run?
0: How long did the con run? Was it like 9 to uh, 6 or I, whatever? I, I want to say it started at 10 and I think it went till 7. Okay. Um
1: so okay. we were there from noon to about six fifteen, six thirty maybe. And eh, probably closer to 6:15. Okay. But it was um we we got maybe f- in that time we got maybe four full laps of the f- of the merchandise floor. I mean, it, yeah. it, it takes time. And um, one of the things that we always talk about is maybe we should get the two-day pass so that we can use the second day to, you know, maybe buy stuff that we missed on the first day or spend time in line waiting to meet some celebrities, maybe get some autographs, things like that. That's sure. also really expensive. I mean, I know it's a thing that you could keep mm. forever, but it's, it's, you know, you're that asking me $60 really for a photo.
0: Like, I really I I hate it. that. Yeah. That's it, <laughs> one of the most irritating things about Comic-Con to me is like this dude, I think last year, uh, wasn't, wasn't Millie Bobby Brown there? The Stranger Kids? Yes. Stranger girl, Things. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, yeah, she was like- Those kids sure are strange. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the knockoff brand on Hulu. <laughs> the Stranger Kids. Yeah, so, but the Strange Kids were there and like, I remember them charging like $60 just to do a meet and greet. And then yeah. it was like an extra forty dollars for a photo, and then another set, 60, like another twenty 40, bucks, forty or to sixty for an, for an autograph, autograph,
1: depending on the person. Yeah,
0: yeah, that so, is insane. Yeah.
1: It was so this year was tempting because both the original Green Power Ranger and uh, J- his name is Jason David Frank, and mm-hmm. uh, the original He's Pink the Power Ranger, Ranger. <laughs> yeah, the original Pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson heartthrob was there oh, and um that's so
0: special because they like dated yeah. and stuff. well and that's we cute. we
1: considered bringing <laughs> our uh our respective pop vinyl figures our green and pink ranger to have them signed in green and pink pen but it was like you know yeah that would be cool but that would be so much money and so much time spent standing in line when we could have been <sighs> out buying more shit
0: other so. things yeah <laughs> and uh, it's dude, all and you never know you could you could run into those people in the street at any point in time I mean, you could. you could be leaving the convention and, you know, run into them at some point.
1: I would. I mean, like I would feel compelled not to go non- say something to them because I would be like they just dealt with a bunch of us all day. But I yeah. I might be overcome and just run up and be like, oh, my God, I'm a Power Ranger, too. But I I don't know.
0: Um, just take a quick selfie. Just be like, "But oh, wait, <laughs> let me take a selfie. Click and then fucking run away. Throw him the four dollars no,
1: I, I have I... left and go, thank you. I love you. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just um, feel like it's more it's. It's more personable if you run into someone on the street. I don't know. I've only run into, like, two celebrities, you know, out in the wild. Let's see. Overall,
1: throughout my whole life, I've run
0: into zero. Okay. (laughs) And by celebrities, I mean, like, T.J. Miller was here doing comedy, and he's from Boulder. So he's a native anyway. And then, um, like, I ran into Jay Cutler. When I was working at the Whole Foods, he shopped I also met, I guess I met Jessica Alba there too, but it's like, I, I always thought those were a little bit cooler and I didn't have, I feel like, I feel dirty giving somebody money <laughs> to just like shake their hand, you know? I feel like that's a prostitution ring. Yeah.
1: Or it's, <laughs> it's like an admittance of like, you're somehow better than me and I should pay just to be close to you, which is like, ah, uh, yeah, it's just, not true.
0: <laughs> it makes me feel like a peasant, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, you're absolutely right, like it's some sort of class thing where I need to pay to get and I'm sure it's not actually that. Area, it's more
1: yeah. of like you know what would be the what would be the incentive for this person to come do this otherwise zero probably like um so I get it. you know, there has to be <laughs> money somewhere, and I don't know how much they make. it must be enough to just still do it, but uh we did not go it depends see any... on if
0: they're doing like a if they're doing like a promotional run or something. Trying to promote a new album or a new book or something. Yeah, you know? the uh,
1: the late addition to the Denver Comic Con roster this year was Val Kilmer. Apparently, there's going to be a new Top Gun movie. I mean, yeah. If I tried, yeah. I might be able to care less, but I'm not sure because I don't want to put out the effort. <laughs> so, um. Anyways, we yeah, didn't go see. They're bringing them all
0: back. They're bringing <laughs> Maverick, Iceman. They're bringing them all back.
1: I'm sure they are. My <sighs> status remains unaffected. We didn't go see any celebrities. <laughs> uh, we thought about it, but we didn't go. Um, so we went in, I can't remember which direction of entrance we went into the one by the bear and, um, pretty much the the, the, yeah, the, one of the first things that we ran into was like this giant, uh, three walled structure made of pop vinyls. And if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you know that I have a true and real problem and it's not yes. something we joke about, and I, I can't control myself. But anyways, <laughs> um, we specifically were going mostly to look for a lot of hard-to-find pop vinyls and other gifts for people that we have uh, in our circle that have upcoming birthdays and things like that. Um, so the first thing we ran into was this giant thing of pops, which seemed you know, serendipitous, <laughs> but I'm sure it was like designed to make me lose all my money right away. That's not what happened, but... I feel we like started they started that <laughs>
0: last year too. They just put this big wall of pops up. So, I mean, they had the pop stores though, too. So, yeah, one thing that I've noticed about Denver Comic Con over the last two
1: years consecutively is that a lot of the placement of the booths seems to be really similar every year. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing because it makes it easier to navigate year to year or if it's a bad thing because it feels sameish. But, anyways, um, those are the yeah, two, I don't know, two thoughts I, I had I about it. I think <laughs> I.
0: I think I like going and trying to find places and being like, oh man, I wonder if that booth is here. But then again, at the same time, I if I wonder if a, if a booth is there, then I'm gonna go to the same spot that it was last year, right? And hope that it's in that same spot. So, but I do, I I, I do understand the like difference. You want yeah. something to be different. So what we tried to do it does, was it does just become routine after a while.
1: Well, and I mean it 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 could I guess, but it I'm still always having fun because it's basically the world's giant. Uh, biggest toy store for a couple of days you know like I'm just I'm super excited so it doesn't I don't think it bugs me that much um, yeah so what we did was we thought you know objectively about it like okay we, we shouldn't pick out every pop that we want right now at this place this is the first place we saw we could probably find them for better deals at different booths you know oh my so God.
0: let's we're, we're about to get a list of pops that you bought huh you have no idea oh, dude so i need a bumper for this the pro- I need like a, a fucking there is there's supposed to be bumper. the
1: yeah the pop record scratch like pop Oh, right? i guess i do have that <laughs> it just doesn't
0: sound as good right now
1: well we'll, we'll work on okay. it anyways it's coming don't worry um, <laughs> this will probably be the biggest list of the year until christmas i would guess um well so basically comic-con playing some background music for this (laughs) (laughs) comic-con essentially was like the end of a big chunk of overtime that i had been working recently so i was like planning to use a bunch of money for this and you know we're like really planning to go do this because we've been to comic-con before where we didn't save a bunch of money up specifically for it and we were upset Mm. we're like we should have brought way more money it's it's the worst oh yeah it's the absolute worst (laughs) so um, we we you know we looked at this at all the pops this place had available and we're like okay we're gonna buy you know these ten or whatever and then we'll go to another few booths and you know, we have a list of stuff that we want that we're looking for specifically and then after that we'll just kind of you know see what we feel about after that so um, the first booth we bought a few then we walked around we bought a few at different other booths there was it, I would say average the price for a single pop at Comic Con was between. 12 and 15 dollars if it was like
0: it had to have been marked up for yeah but
1: but none of them i i mean there were common pops there but there weren't a lot of common pops there um a lot of the common pops they had a backlog of things yeah there i didn't run into a lot of that um the common pops that i saw were pops that were common like four years ago so they're pretty hard to find now so considering you know some of those variables it was a good place to
0: get them. So um, yeah, so there was so definitely some that came crap up before you started. Before you started collecting. It was like it was like things that came up before you started collecting. Mm, no, you, I mean
1: we've been actively collecting on and off for about six years, six and a half years. Oh okay. Um, okay, okay. But some of it is stuff that like when it when that came out, we weren't into that thing or like um, gotcha. yeah, we we weren't watching that show, so we didn't go think to look if there were pops of it and things like that. Um, I see. So we got a chance to finish up a lot of our collection lines and things like that. I am I can't believe I did this, but I'm still one Avenger away from having all of them. I I, I don't know how I did that. I I, I went in missing. Which one are three. you missing? I, I'm missing War Machine. Um there's two War Machine oh. pops. One of them is like twelve bucks and the other one's like forty because he was very limited and I, I'm not gonna buy the forty dollar one, spoiler alert. And I, I saw the $12 one there, and I somehow just did not put together that I didn't have him because I was so focused, uh. so focused on finding Falcon and Doctor Strange because they're so hard uh. to find, so hard to find. And I found them both at the same That's booth. That's weird. So, I
0: wouldn't think Falcon would be hard to find. There's
1: only one Falcon Pop. He came out with uh civ- the Civil War line, so... There yeah, was but he's no
0: still like a C C class fucking superhero.
1: But that's what I'm saying. There's no Avengers Falcon. There's no Age of Ultron Falcon. There's just uh, Civil War Falcon. I guess you know? and
0: stores stores don't really stock up like they do with like my Star Wars toys. You well, know, like... <laughs> he was a hot topic I mean, exclusive you have a shelf. Yeah. Oh. So one of the things
1: oh, that I've run okay. into is that they that generally get a lot either. of their exclusives at once. But if you're not there in the first couple of weeks, you might miss out um when power line from the goofy movie came out we had to go get him like the second day because i was like (laughs) they may run out of him he's awesome (laughs) so um i was i was dead set on finding a falcon and i did and i also found a dr strange at the same booth so that was really really cool and i was i think i was blinded by elation i was like yay i found them both not remembering there was actually three that i was looking for a third yeah Yeah. so that's that'll be coming soon i'm sure um (laughs) (laughs) We <laughs> we got a couple. In the, uh, That's why they make Nickelodeon Amazon. pop, uh, which is close to the end of the Nickelodeon line. We got Cat Dog, which um, oh nice. Oh, yeah, he he comes in a sideways box in the back, has their old house on it, which is you know a bone and a fish next to each other. Um, is it a bigger? Is it a bigger figure then? No, he's he's the size it? of a regular figure. It's just that he's sideways, uh, much like the I leaning gotcha. Deadpool or the sexy Ian Malcolm uh, pop. So <laughs> okay, Oh my God, I want that sexy Ian Malcolm so bad. Yeah So <laughs> the gist the gist here is that not only were we like getting ready to collect a bunch of lines and potentially finish them But my birthday is at the end of July Comic-Con happens to be in the middle of June So, you know, I'm like I'll just not do anything the whole month of July and really treat myself mm. in June
0: <laughs> So yeah, well um, do, you want, do, do you want do you want me to start the list? Here, you know?
1: Should I go through the you know what, list? let
0: me let me let me cue the music
1: okay? <laughs> Uh, so sorted by recently added (sighs) since we last spoke okay let me do a few actually that aren't part of comic-con but Josh needs to know about so these are not part of comic-con this was before we got to comic-con I got Diana princess of Wales I got JJ Watt in his red jersey Josh will be proud of me I got a masked Kylo Ren uh, I did get Atheon and Xur from the Destiny line, to completely finish out the original Destiny line, by the way. Uh, we got Buster Posey from the San Francisco Giants, he's a brand new pop. We got Owen from Jurassic World holding a hatching baby raptor, that's pretty cute. We got Mr. Incredible, we got Elastigirl with the hand, uh, Target exclusive. And we also picked up the Deadpool Panda, uh, Panda Pool, <laughs> from Hot Topic. So, those were just like some regular during the week purchases. But like I said, I'm sick and it's real. So, starting here is the list of pops that we acquired at Comic-Con. We've got Doctor Strange, Falcon, Jake from Adventure Time, uh, Bedtime Deadpool, who is super adorable and he's holding a tiny panda that looks like the panda pool. Anyway, uh, we got Gene in the Beef Squatch costume from Bob's Burgers. We got Inigo Montoya from A Princess Bride. You kill my father, prepare to die. We got Rocco and Spunky from Rocco's Modern Life. It's the chase edition with the runny nose, the episode where Rocco was sick and his nose was red the whole time. Um, if you <laughs> if you watch Parks and Recreation, you'll know who Lil Sebastian is. We got a pop of Lil Sebastian. <laughs> I already mentioned Cat Dog. Uh, we got... Belle from Beauty and the Beast but with glasses which I think is really cool that they did that it's just like a nerdy looking thing but my girl is a brunette Belle is her favorite princess and my girl also wears glasses so I just thought that was beyond adorable (laughs) I know I know we're sick Um, we found Pickle Rick with no limbs um, which was the one I was waiting for I like the Pickle Rick episode but I, I prefer the look of him as just a pickle like to me that's super absurd and i love it so this is just a pickle but with rick's face on it (laughs) um i got the original uh, original green lantern pop which is a really big deal for me um he was not cheap he was i think 35 which was the most that we paid for a pop we did pay 35 for one other pop but it was a special edition i'll explain Uh, but this green lantern is the original green lantern pop it's hal jordan it's number nine it's old dc pop it's gorgeous. He's very well made. I'm really excited to have him. I've got him in a uh, solid shell protector because, you know, got to keep that thing safe. So, <laughs> um, We got Weird Al Yankovic with the accordion, of course. We had to get him as soon as we saw him. Uh, we got Beetlejuice with the striped black and white suit. We got Beemo, who is the Game Boy Nintendo robot from Adventure Time, but he's totally pink instead of his normal color, which is like a teal color, but super adorable Uh, me and my girl adventure time is one of those things that like we started watching right as we got together so it has a special place in our hearts however the pops are really hard to find because they have all pretty much been stopped being made so they're difficult to find but we found the blushing bmo and we love him so much he's super cute and super pink um another show that has a similar situation it's old show with old pops that aren't being made anymore is futurama but we managed to snag a bender. Super excited about that. He's got a tiny little bottle of beer. Um, The other pop that we did spend $35 on is Freddy Funko. He is Funko's mascot, I guess. Like, he's sort of their pop spokesperson. Um, This is an Emerald City Comic-Con exclusive, and he only has a 1,000 of him in the world. So he was, uh, I think, a steal at 35 bucks. That's pretty cool, I think. we also got Gudetama with bacon. I don't know if you know who Gudetama is, but if you're familiar with Hello Kitty and Sanrio, they have a uh, new character who is a lazy egg yolk that like doesn't want to leave the shell or something. It's really cute. Anyways, we got him wrapping bacon around himself like a scarf. It's, it's terribly adorable. I can't really describe it any other way. Um, last time I talked about, I got a Tom Servo from Mystery Science Theater 3000 and I was super excited. My girl told me, you know, one of your birthday presents this year is Crow, so here comes Crow, and he showed up in the mail, and I love him. He's gorgeous. I now have Crow and Tom Servo. I am just beside myself with happiness on that one. I love Mystery Science Theater. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, Another one for Josh to be proud of, we got Princess Leia in her original outfit, the white gown with the buns that we first see her in. Uh, Freddy Funko, we got a second Freddy Funko. He's from the Funko shop. So he's holding a little sign that says Funko. It's very self-referential, but he's the kind that you could put like at the top of the collection, you know, and this is like, okay, clearly the Funko section of my house. Uh, Yes, it takes up a whole wall and maybe two or three. Um, Deadpool, Bob Ross, which is just really cool. I love Bob Ross, I love Deadpool. We're starting like this mini Deadpool collection. Um, We have a lot of the Deadpools now. Uh, The last one that we got is the box lunch exclusive Deadpool cheerleader, which, I mean, that's all you need to know about that. He's a cheerleader, but he's also Deadpool. So, yes, as I said, the addiction is real, and we spent a lot of money at Comic-Con on pop vinyls. So we're going to slow down now, once we find a war machine, and, you know, until the next cool line comes out. So what was that, like 14 minutes that I just talked? (laughs)
0: Oh, oh! Oh! Okay, I'm back. I'm back now. Yeah, we're back. No, I'm back. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> I uh, I don't know how long you just talked. <laughs> that had to be like fifteen or twenty minutes. I mean, <laughs> it was. Uh, it's me, it's a me, real addiction. Let's see. We'll start <laughs> right here. It was about seven minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: nice. That's not that bad. I didn't just
1: list them. I did talk about some of them. So yeah, no, no. Anyways, that was, um, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it's
0: funny because I saw the uh, Bob Ross Deadpool at. I was getting Kylie a birthday present the other day and I saw it because obviously I got to look at shit for me too, you know, because I was like, well, yeah, you're at a store, but I'm looking at it and there was a Bob Ross and I, I almost bought it specifically with you in mind. Like I was going to get it for you. (laughs) So I'm really, that's a dangerous game. I know. And that's why I didn't, because (laughs) I was like, I don't fucking know anymore what this kid has. Yep. So you got to just assume that I have it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did because I was like, if if this is sitting <laughs> on the shelf at this store right now, then he's probably got yep. it. <laughs> There's a high
1: chance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, the the biggest deals were the Green Lantern, the one that I really loved. Um, the two Freddy Funkos are a huge deal, especially the one that has only a thousand of them. We just we were really excited to find him, especially for a price like that. Um, and I just it's it's one of those things like we found so many great deals but we also spotted so many BS prices on pops like there was stuff that we found a couple of weeks back for $15 at Walgreens that was marked at 55 here like I just I mean I get it it's an exclusive but that's that's insane so yeah, yeah we didn't spend more than 35 on any pop Um, we did buy a lot of pops, but afterward we decided to go buy a bunch of prints so that we would have, you know, some physical memories of being there other than toys. And we also picked up some gifts for people that we know, like I was saying before. Um, so I'm going to run through those real quickly. I got some business cards from the people we bought prints from because I feel you should share the wealth when you find something you like. Oh yeah, no. Last year we did um, the same
0: thing. I got that awesome Chewy print. Um, I I don't have his info on me right now, but that shit was really cool (laughs) yeah we we were really excited um last
1: year and i can't remember the artist's name and i feel terrible but it's probably on the back of the print we picked up a uh jim and pam from the office uh print it's like an illustration of them hanging out uh it's from the episode where she's sketching the that was the same wasn't that
0: the same guy i got that chewy from
1: i think it was because we did the two for 20 deal or whatever he had going
0: on uh, I so I he was really re- good. I wish we could um, remember that guy's name. God damn it. I'm sorry, dude, you yeah. painted those. Like, they're, the one if is, we could, we, on my wall we right would now. find you again. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: We we would have gone back and paid more money, but we, we couldn't figure out that information very well. So we walked around a lot. Uh, we checked out a lot of artists and a lot of prints. We looked through a lot of print uh, folios and things like that. So um the first artist that i want to talk about is named brett weldell i believe is his is how it's pronounced he's a comic book artist and we got his card uh we we tried to find some office prints to go with the office picture that we already had and this guy had some amazing amazing office art so we got portraits of phyllis michael and dwight and mm. you can check out these prints on my Instagram at the real Jesse Bailey because I was sharing it and tagging so people would see and go buy his stuff. Um, I'm looking at the back of his business card right now, and it says his Etsy currently has a three for forty deal going on. Get three prints shipped for forty bucks. That's pretty cool. That's etsycom shop Weldell. That's spelled W-E-L-D-E-L-E. So. Is he we on really, Facebook really too? appreciate those. Yeah, he's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter according to this card. So
0: cool. we really,
1: really like his prints, and you should go check him out. He has stuff from all kinds of things. There was Ghostface, there was, you know, comic book heroes, there was people from The Office. Like, there's a lot of stuff. I believe he also has his own comic. Um, I'm not 100% on that, but I believe that's the case. So check out Brett Weldell again on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. He really, really did a great job. We really like our office prints. Um, the second artist that I want to talk about this was a gift that we bought for a friend of mine at work. Um he was instrumental in getting me hired so I you know feel that tendency to if the need or, or if the opportunity arises to whoa, get whoa, things whoa, that hang on, me, pause. You know, I'm sorry.
0: Guy. I'm sorry, pause one second. I just looked up this Brett Is Yeah. Is it so um let me just let me just make sure it's the right guy, but W E L D E L E he is a comic book artist at Image Comics, and he formerly worked at Dark Horse Comics. Yeah. So he's Dude got... is for real. He's got some shit under his belt. That's cool. Yeah, no, he's a full-on pro, for sure. Sorry, um, I just wanted he, to... That's I just what I like about Comic...
1: No, 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 that's what I like about Comic-Con is that you can run into pros like that and mm-hmm. you get great stuff for not that much money. You don't
0: even really know, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, really cool. Um, so, yeah, the second... Um, print that we bought was a gift for a friend of mine at work and um this guy his banner said better living through tentacles and i was like that's got to be cthulhu related or possibly anime related so i went over there to check it out and it was cthulhu <laughs> um this dude had some really cool stuff he he makes his own soaps and they're like signature smells but it's like an old fashioned soap making method Weird. but he he themes them after like horror movies so there was like a camp crystal lake soap and it smelled like a musty cabin and there was like you know all these weird really cool specific themed soaps and it was what a strange thing to run into but it was very cool to see and like uh turns out the dude is also a pretty great artist and um, we ended up buying a Cthulhu print of a, of a pen drawing that he did. Okay. I looked to find the original, which was really cool, but it was a little bit small to be put on display. So we bought the print because it's much bigger. And um, so his name was Christopher McClanahan. And the uh, company that he has is called Deeply Dapper. You can go to deeplydapper.com or find him mm. on Etsy, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Instagram, I don't know what that one is. Oh, Tumblr, YouTube, DeviantArt, <laughs> and Patreon. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check them out. I got a, like I said, the, the Cthulhu print that I got is really cool. Um, I almost wish that I would have got two so that I could put one up in my house, but had to give it away. It was a perfect gift. I'm really glad that I was able to give it. And um, they this guy actually is also part of a podcast, and I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. on the back of this card is the podcast information, and it's the 3D pod casket and it's like a uh, horror geek news review podcast. Okay. So check out the 3D Podcast Kit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And check out deeplydapper.com for some pretty cool art and some pretty cool prints. We were very gracious to be graced with that. It was, it was just, I mean, as soon as I saw that stuff, I was like, this is the place where I'm going to buy the gift for my friend who likes this. So it was sure. absolutely perfect. Yeah. Nice. We really liked it. Um, the other one we had, we ran into a, uh, an artist and illustrator named Anwar Karim and he has a webtoon on webtoon called Unrelatable Comics and he had like a little mini comic there and it was, I think it was like three bucks. So we bought one cause it's totally self-created and, uh, he signed it for my girl cause we bought, you know, we bought the comics. Hey, so he was like, do you want me to sign it? That was did do really all the, cool. So he did
0: like everything for it, like all the illustrations and the writing and all that stuff. Was it just all? Um, him? I
1: believe he. It, it just says his name on there by Anwar Kareem, so I think it was all him. He oh, may have so, had a yeah. writing partner, or sure. may have had a shared booth, but um, yeah, check it out that's on Webtoon. Cool. It's called Unrelatable Comics. Yeah, it was very cool, and you know, to get a cool signed piece like that, that's just yeah, very very cool. Um, there's another one that we went by. I didn't end up buying anything at this booth, um, but I really really liked the concept behind their. Uh, product it's called All the Growing Things and the subtitle is A Tale of Gardens, Monsters and Old Ladies and it's it's just like yeah so the the summary on the back of the card is when Maud discovers strange creatures destroying her garden she is pulled into an ancient conspiracy of monsters and cultists and an ancient pact between her garden and all the growing things which i thought was like i'm very intrigued um the artist is named Jen Myers uh, you can find her at jen at com or typoed mary. I guess, is probably Ty- how they say it. <laughs> you can find typod or typoed mary on Twitter and Patreon as well. <laughs> and check out all the growing things. Uh, again, the artist is Jen Myers. It, it's a gorgeous style. Um, that feeling of almost a Victorian look to it, but there's a definite... Um, almost a sarcastic slant to the cartoon style that she uses. It's, it's really cool looking. I'll put a picture please. of her card up on yeah, my please. Instagram. I'd um, like
0: to, I'd like to check that out for sure.
1: Yeah. I'll be putting all of the, all of these business cards on my Instagram, uh, probably along with my 2018 comic con badge. Cause it's a pretty cool design. Um, and you can, again, you can check out most of the pops. I took a picture of the haul that we got at Comic-Con. I took a picture of all of them in one spot. Mm-hmm. That's on my Instagram. I just finished the Funko Photo a Day Challenge, so there will be slightly less pop vinyl action going on on my Instagram mm. uh, from here on out for at least a little while. Uh, it'll get back to other toys and, you know, pictures
0: of the sky in Colorado and things like that. Did um, you get, did you get but, to, uh, the big, biggest thing I want to ask you is, uh, what did you see as far as cosplay? There's always some sick cosplay oh,
1: we, out there. Oh, we got a lot of cosplay photos. Uh, well, not a
0: lot, but we got a few really good cosplay okay. photos. Um,
1: before we get past the prints, though, we did buy some prints um, for ourselves, and we bought a print for my dad for Father's Day, which was on Sunday, so that was super convenient. Um, we found a guy who was selling like these Starfleet propaganda type posters from Star Trek and it was just really cool. Um, <laughs> there was like a, a, black and red space background with a blue and gray enterprise on the front of it that said, go boldly go Starfleet. And my dad is currently building a like screen accurate model of the enterprise C that we gave him like 15 years ago for father's day. Oh, so I nice. thought, you know, that's a nice way to tie those two things together. Yeah. Um, that was a limited print. There were 50 of them. I think he got the 21st edition, um, and it was numbered and signed. So that was really cool. Um, that was, so that was the last one I think that we bought as a gift. I think the rest were for us. Um, so we got the three office prints, like I mentioned, and then we also got, um, a print of vision from the Avengers like just sort of you know doing the doom hand at the camera and there's a bunch of ultrons in the background it's really cool oh that's cool Yeah. and then yeah. i got myself a starfleet propaganda poster that says if the badge fits wear it um side note i also bought a com badge so i can do that oh. now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it's gorgeous it's screen accurate it's beautiful it was only like 25 dollars or something yeah, yeah. uh yeah i love it i'm really 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 excited about it in case you couldn't tell right yeah uh, no i mean and i then, wish i could have <laughs> gone so bad this year just things just you know just didn't work out. I mean, most of the same most of the same vendors will be there next year. It would appear,
0: and um, and like you and said, they, it's it's nice to have to be able to save up money to be able to go there and spend money.
1: Yeah, because you want to. Pl- I mean, we planned for basically two months. To yeah. go so that we knew, you know, okay, we'll, we'll spend this money on yeah. all our bills and then we'll put it aside. And then we'll spend this money on bills and put it aside. So by the time we go, we'll have basically a free check to spend on it, you know. Like yeah. It was, we spent a lot of money and it was really enjoyable. And I hate to <laughs> correlate the two things, but <laughs> they generally seem to go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, you um, know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does. So the last print that we got was a uh, hand-drawn bell from Beauty and the Beast. And instead of just her regular face, her face was drawn as like a candy skull, like a oh, Day okay. of the Dead type thing. It's really, really cool. I think it was done with uh, Copic markers, or Copic markers, however that's pronounced. Mm-hmm. But you can see the ink on the page. Like, it's definitely an original. It's very cool. We got it in a frame. We, we really, really enjoyed all the prints that we ended up with. Um, that's, I think, one of the my favorite parts of Comic-Con, is going and being able to see people's hard love labors just on the page in front of them. I yeah. mean they're literally sitting at a booth going by my vision, you know. And that's also and the best
0: way for them to make money as well because they don't they don't make a lot of money I would assume on online sales, especially if I they, don't know. I mean they have to give My up guess would be that if you go to Comic-Con fans
1: and you sell enough and get enough cards out there, or maybe you just get enough cards out there and people who can't afford it there will go find your website and things like that. It's yeah. probably a cycle of online sales and physical sales and things like that.
0: But say, but that's part of the reason
1: I like to talk about it.
0: The, the Comic-Con is the best way to sell like straight up, that, like you said, with oh, business Oh, yeah, directly. Cards, and then you're able yeah. to get the word out a lot more. So it's, I don't know, I, it's it's weird. I, I feel like yeah. artists have the hardest time doing that unless they have a home base to to sell their art, you know? um, Well, and that's, what's cool about it is
1: that they're all there for the same thing. Everybody's there for the same reasons. We love pop culture. We want to buy that stuff and we need to find somebody who has it of the right quality. So Mm -hmm. that's why I really like to talk about, you know, the artists and their websites and stuff like that, because it's like, I I wouldn't have spent money there if I didn't believe in it. So you should go check it out. Like all this stuff will be on my Instagram. All my prints are on Instagram. Yeah. Just check it all out at the real Jesse Bailey. And, you know maybe we'll see you at comic-con next year when we go and maybe we'll get two-day passes who knows
0: (laughs) there you go i i definitely will go next year um i might go on a sunday though i think i might want to try and do that see try a different day
1: yeah oh really quick the cosplay i was gonna i was just also on on my instagram um, yeah i have a whole album on my instagram um really notably we saw this guy he's on instagram i can't remember his name you can see it on there i linked his name and stuff like that but his uh subtitle on instagram is your friendly neighborhood kratos and this dude was kratos i mean it was oh, spot I on saw that. Was, that was, he's in he's yeah. ripped he's in great shape he's got a huge beard it was very cool that, like the, i think well the cosplay painted.
0: alone at comic con is worth going definitely Just Just to definitely, see. definitely oh definitely. man and i i wish i could do that kind of shit you know i wish i could uh, build those kind of costumes myself. I s-
1: it would still be really easy for us to go as Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> it really would.
0: <laughs> I guess it's true. My hair is a lot longer now, too, than the last time we talked about doing that. So That's true. I think... And I, think I am a lot quieter. Y- Just kidding. That'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh, ran into each other one year when we got a picture with uh, the fucking Monarch dudes, the henchmen. Yeah and uh those guys were good yeah that was when that jane no
1: remember about. it was just the one guy and he was pretending like there was another guy that was supposed to show up and that was part of the joke did you like, not
0: see him later because he had a friend oh what well, did he show up later <laughs> yeah, i just figured
1: a, the guy was like super committed
0: no it was a tubby dude and he sounded exactly he's not here like yet he's <laughs> supposed to be here yeah it was so good and I, I would, I would love to do some sort of cosplay like that. And I would, you know, and once you get into a costume, it's so hard not to play that role, you know. Yeah. I feel so like if, we, if we did um, Jane Silent, Bob, we like to wear. You'd have to do your monologue but, speeches all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. There, there could. We like to wear <laughs> shirts that are, you know, hey, look, it's almost a costume, and we're clearly nerds, but we're not quite that dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I wore a shirt that has the Star Trek Next Generation uniform pattern on the front of it and then Mm. the collar has captain picard's pips and then there's a little com badge embroidered on it which i thought was pretty cool but that's cool we did see people like in the full jumpsuit and stuff like that there's a i've got a great picture of data and a borg drone from the next generation sort of (laughs) scanning each other (sighs) that guy was dedicated he had yellow contact lenses and everything like it was was great um that giant galactus was there again he's like nine feet tall and his boots are like giant stilts that he stands on i swear to god that guy's Um, everywhere though yeah, he's really good. Yeah, um, we ran into a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, a couple Yandus, really? lots of Groots. Yeah, that Groot seems... seems to be like the the one right now. He's pretty easy to do for the most part. We did see a really good one, which you can see on my Instagram. So I feel like everyone
0: everyone this year just kind of you know used their costumes from last year over again, because I remember last year seeing um, a bunch of Yandus and a bunch of fucking Guardians.
1: Yeah, I didn't recognize any costumes in particular other than Galactus. we did see a spot the, on like the, almost screen accurate Darth Vader and Stormtrooper, and they had an Imperial officer with them. They were really
0: really good. Those guys were probably um, from the five hundred first. I would almost guarantee. Probably it. there
1: was a uh, there was a samurai Boba Fett
0: walking around for a while. Oh yeah, um, I've seen that one too. See, I feel like these guys just recycle their costumes. That's why. That's why <laughs> I like cheaping out. That's why I like Travis so much because he's always making this shit and making new costumes. <laughs>
1: There's no way he made his Spider-Man costume. It looks really good. If you haven't, if you don't follow Folsom Foundry on um, Instagram, you totally should. But yeah, he had a full Spider-Man outfit. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think he made it. He may have. If he did, it's really impressive. But um, the I, I take it back. The most common one that I think I saw this year was Overwatch cosplay. There was a lot of... I don't know any of the characters from that, okay. but there was a lot of those Mecha Angel characters. I see that. Um there's always a lot of anime characters there as yeah. well which I think is cool. D- was War um,
0: Machine and uh and Iron Man No and all I them didn't there? see those two. Yeah. I know
1: the two you're talking about but I didn't see them this year.
0: Those ones were cool. And you know um, they they probably go there on the first day on opening day and stuff like I don't yeah. I would well, assume I mean, they don't go the whole time. That. Maybe they do but We <laughs> We
1: did see one really good lollipop chainsaw cosplay. We didn't get a picture, but we, <laughs> I, I'm glad we saw that. Like we saw one last year, and I was like, "Really? that, that game's so old, but it was good. It was a good game." Um, anyways, yeah, the cosplay you can check out on my Instagram. You can cool. check out the prince on my Instagram. You can also check out most of those pops on my Instagram. Um, I guess go follow me on Instagram at the real Jesse Bailey.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're uh, we're running. We're getting we're getting high on on time already, and we still have a lot more to go through, man. Yeah, it's it's my fault. I have a, like I said, I have it's a okay. sickness. I've accepted okay. it, and I work around it. It's okay. It's fine. Just you know, it's not it's another late night podcast with uh, late night with Jesse and <laughs> twist my arm after <laughs> hours. Yeah. So, but that's cool. It sounds like you guys had a really good time, and from the pictures that I've seen, it looked like a lot of fun. Um. I'm glad you guys got to get get up on your collection. I got to add to my collection this week as well. I got a Kira action figure from the new Han Solo movie, and I got the new Millennium Falcon mini ship and the little cruiser that Han dri- drives. So there's my collection bit for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's bigger. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. But no, like I said, it sounds like you guys had a good time and I'm I'm glad you got to go to go experience the con again. Um on top of all that, it was great
1: weather. It was like 78 degrees outside, so it yeah, wasn't, wasn't quite the level of stank. It was not
0: bad. That's good. Last year was so hot. Ugh. Next up we have to go to the Renaissance Festival here soon. Um Oh yeah, yeah,
1: because I think that I think we have a weekend planned. I can't remember which one she said, but there's one of the
0: ones that she wanted to go to that theme. but word, well yeah, let me know. Let me know after the show and, and we'll meet me in the parking lot after the show and'll we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> we'll discuss. Um, but we're gonna move on now to our next segment. Which is the... Q- quick twist. Quis- qu- 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 quick twist. Qu- qu- quick qu- tw wah- qu- twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit fit on a topic we can cover quick.
1: One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now, for this week's Quick Twist.
0: Well, that's right. It's that time of the show where we do our Quick Twist segment. We, as... As as Jesse says in that little bumper, we burn or I don't know, give props to things. And <laughs> this week, uh, I'm gonna start off with a movie that Kylie and I watched this last week called The Open House. Have you seen this on Netflix? Have you seen it just floating up there at all? Um, no.
1: But based it's solely on the title, I hate it. <laughs>
0: Listen, it was intriguing, okay? It's about it's about this family that goes and uh, a family member dies, and so the the other two that are left, it's basically the dad dies and the mom and son go, they leave their house and go stay at mom's sister's house, which is being sold, but they do open houses every Sunday for this house, you know, to try and sell it.
1: I'm not intrigued. I don't know what part of this you think sounds intriguing.
0: It was the trailer, (laughs) man, and we had taken like three dabs each, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, (laughs) But no, this movie is absolutely terrible. (laughs) I am kind of upset that I wasted the hour and 34 minutes that I did, and- Uh, it it seemed okay. No, it didn't. I'm sorry. No, this movie's bad from beginning to end, dude. There's no there's no point of this of this movie at all. Who's it, in this movie? No one. What happens? Nothing. It, <laughs> you just summed it up perfectly. <laughs> that I couldn't I couldn't even sum it up any better than that. It is just the story I hate those movies. The story is just it doesn't move. There's like cheesy ass jump scares. There's characters that are thrown in there with no resolution. The movie itself has no fucking resolution. <laughs> it's. Do not waste your time. Quit watching these terrible Netflix made movies so they will stop making awful movies their shows yeah, why, their, why are their, their shows so much better their series are fantastic but god damn it their movies are garbage i don't think they've made one I, mean, I i can't even say that there's a movie that has made it into any sort of high rating for me in the last two years that they've been making movies i i, I like bright that movie was fine I, I guess yeah i didn't watch that but no, everything else that I've seen has just been such garbage and and Netflix please I really
1: liked the Funko documentary.
0: <laughs> I did watch that. I did watch that. I didn't want to talk about it cuz we already talked about Funko Pops for like 20 minutes, but Well, it was, it half was a
1: Star Trek documentary, so I was fine with it.
0: Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting uh interesting documentary for sure and just to see how how far back that's gone. That's a good. Uh, their documentaries are fantastic, Netflix their you know their long term series are great you can't argue with that but they just make god awful movies and i'm i'm tired of it netflix please stop just stop so the open house don't see it i give it negative 5 out of 10 twists <laughs> it's it's god awful um i'm gonna, i'm gonna, what's what's your first quick twist hopefully it's a, a little bit brighter than that first one
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so <clears throat> mine is a praise i guess um i before we went to comic-con we had to eat a bunch of junk food so <laughs> naturally we, well i mean what else are we gonna do we're 10 so um we went <laughs> we went to this place in arvada called omg donuts and it was it was really good i, I don't want to say omg but it, <laughs> i was i was almost compelled to um it was really really good it was i, I don't know if it had like any speciality or anything like that but it was just good, homemade, sugary, fattening donuts, and if you are in Arvada, you should check out OMG Donuts. I was really impressed. Um, do they do, like, they the have specialty
0: a... donuts? Oh, yeah, it looks like it. They have Fruit Loop donuts and the, like, cereal oh, things yeah. and the... Yeah, there you go.
1: Okay. I got... I was boring. I got, like, a bear claw and... Uh, ritter or something i don't know it Mm. was very predictable
0: (laughs) that's nice though because we do have um the the other donut shop voodoo donuts down off of colfax but for people that don't want to drive all the way up to colfax or just go to colfax in general you know (laughs) and you live up north arvada i mean omg donuts looks like looks like the place to get it's right off it's right off wadsworth it's really easy to find Yeah, wadsworth Um, and ralston that's that's super nice for that for that area
1: yeah, so we uh, that place was really good, and we we definitely enjoyed ourselves, and it provided exactly the right amount of sustenance and sugar to get through the next several hours of attempting not to buy everything we could see.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably a good call. And then and then you came down from the sugar rush, I'm sure, at some point, and was just like, "No, I'm I'm done." <laughs> uh, we planned pretty well. I
1: mean, we slept accordingly. We had you know some Gatorade. We were well hydrated. Like we. We're not amateurs. Like we we did this correctly, so <laughs> That's good.
0: That's good. And you didn't and you guys don't drink either, which always helps, because if I go yeah, to the a judgment, like that, <laughs> the judgment will go right out the window if we tried that. Well I and then you just start feeling bad because it's hot in there and you get all sweaty yeah. up.
1: And you suddenly realize you can smell everyone you can see and you're like, Oh no.
0: Including yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh god. You start yeah, questioning no, your morality. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So, OMG what am I donuts. What are doing here buying toys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, you're yeah, Sir, you have five of the same toy. Are you sure you want to make? Definitely this buy donuts before you buy toys is what I'm saying. Word, <laughs> OMG donuts. That's cool. Check that out. I'm. I'll. I'll definitely check that out. One of these days, on my way up to Loveland. Um. Is that is that your was that it for your for your quick twist this week? Oh, um, yeah. Word. <laughs> So I had one other one, I I guess it's two combined into one, Um, I finished the, so earlier this this year, I guess it was last year, I I started talking, I was talking about um, The Flash and Arrow, and how I was kind of disappointed in the newer seasons of each of those shows, and now that they've come out on Netflix, I finished those shows, I finished The Flash first, which was awesome, that series just gets better and better with every single season that comes out, and I'm super stoked about next year and them bringing in Batgirl and the Gotham universe. That should be very interesting. On the other hand, um, Arrow still is garbage. It, the the season <laughs> did not get any better. Surprise! It I, I used to love this show so much. I used to, man. I was a Steven Amell fan. I was so stoked when he was in Turtles, that new stupid Turtles movie that was also crap. And it's just... It, there's, there, I was so mad because The Flash was so good. And how could you make such a good show and then have this other show that's already m- way more established than The Flash and just have it go to such complete shit? Yeah, their their fans
1: are famously pretty upset with them. Like, it, it's not a quiet fandom online. Uh, I know, noticed social that. Social media and stuff. People are like, this is not what we wanted. You,
0: you're you terrible. <laughs> I noticed that. And it's, you know, I tried to, I stayed away from all the spoilers and pretty much anything from those shows because I did plan on watching them. So I didn't really know how anything ended or how, or how those seasons wrapped up or anything. But I started looking into it afterwards and, you know, tons of praise for the Flash. Like everyone really enjoyed the series or the, the season had you know said it was the character development is just getting better and better you know you're able to relate to some of these characters a lot more their their pop culture references are fucking unstoppable cisco in that show is amazing he's one of the funniest characters cisco, I think, on tv C- cisco is ramon name or? yeah his name His, his character's oh, okay. name cisco ramon he's like one of the team for a owners. second i thought cisco was in the show I was no. like wh- no sorry. Why? my <laughs> bad <laughs> <laughs> my bad um but then on the, uh, you know, on the flip side, you got, well, I
1: can't help myself. I'm sorry.
0: Go S- sis, The real Cisco might as well be an arrow because I feel like everyone's wearing thongs <laughs> just running around just all nimbly. And you said, and you, said you don't like that show? I, this, the last two seasons, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again. I don't. The thongs are not enough? The, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. And it's. The CW would beg to differ i'm sure they would and i don't care cw needs to start making better maybe they should have kevin smith go direct a couple episodes of arrow because i'm telling you every single episode that kevin smith has directed of the flash or supergirl is one of the best um episodes of that season every single time i don't know what it is i think it's because that dude loves those comics so much that he treats them with such respect and such care um that, that it must be does. really
1: cool to be kevin smith like anytime yeah. a comic book thing <laughs> happens people are like who could Will we just call him and see what he's doing and he's like <laughs> uh yeah please yeah i'll be there um <laughs> one thing i would like to point out again while we have a moment on kevin smith is that if you go listen to our last jedi episode and then go look at his review of the last jedi they basically say the same things and ours came out first just saying check it out <laughs>
0: that's all right kevin
1: no i'm saying like it legitimizes everything we said because he
0: agrees Oh, okay. But we put it out first, you.
1: so it wasn't like we just copied it,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that was the whole point, you know we got we gotta do that, um, yeah, we were right about the last jedi <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, it's arrow needs something they need to i don't know they they need something to they need to either get rid of a ton of characters or just get rid of that show because it's it's <laughs> not working anymore, and replace it with Batman, you know, I would actually be way more stoked if in this next season they decide to go to one of the other Earths that they've introduced and just bring back Batman or switch with Bruce Wayne or something, and then Batman takes over the the Arrowverse, and, and then we have the Batman that we all want because that's what Arrow he's, is. Um, he's still not in Gotham, right? I mean, Gotham has been mentioned, but you haven't really heard anything about him. Superman the has- show
1: the show Gotham hasn't had Batman yet, right?
0: Oh, I mean kind of. Um So no. <laughs> he he had a suit and he had he he's not, you he know. He didn't wear it. He looked at it. No, he he's worn a suit, but it wasn't like a Batman suit, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was so like lame. a So lame. Yeah. They're <sighs> supposed to be doing a year 0 season cuz next season is yeah. the last season of Gotham. So I'm excited about that. I mean That's my favorite DC show right now. That's on TV, which is weird because it sucked for the first season, but they've gotten a lot. Well, I guess
1: if they're gonna succeed somewhere, it may as well be TV.
0: Yeah, I honestly, with I mean, not that it matters. It's probably a good thing. But you know, Ben Affleck left the Batman this last week.
1: and I don't mean to sound super negative. Like I do love DC characters. I really like them. I have a lot of DC comics. Like I really enjoy their characters. I just. The way that they threw their movies together just sort of upsets me. So I, I, they were I don't in, mean to
0: be super negative. They about They were it, in but panic mode, man. I, I feel like yeah, they, I get it. They needed to capitalize on the the universe, just like Universal tried to do with the Mummy. They were just trying to capitalize. Everybody on is this. trying to do it with everything. Yeah, and they 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 need to stop. Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> the um, Disney. Anyway, Arrow just just don't don't watch Arrow. Just watch the Flash. And yes, there is a really cool Crisis on Earth X uh, series that spans between all four shows on CW, which was pretty. It was pretty cool. It was it was fun, um, but not necessarily something you needed to watch. So I don't know. Whatever, man. Flash is better than Arrow. Arrow sucks. We're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. It's uh, Arrow is just like. I mean that- that Poor makes man. sense
1: from a character standpoint, I think, too. Like, Flash <laughs> is a better character than Arrow, so. I
0: agree. And they've, they're they trying to make Arrow out to be, like, Batman, the Batman Mini of the Mini Batman. CW. Green Batman. Yeah, and it's not, they need to stop. Arrow was never like that. He was, I always remember Green Arrow being kind of like a jokester in a way. Like, he would always be cracking jokes or just, like, being kind of a wise-ass. And this Arrow is just dark and brooding and...
1: Well, it's <sighs> to me, it's like if they tried to take Hawkeye and give him his own show and be like, look, he's a total badass in regular Peopleville. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know, but he's been in the Avengers. Like, we don't care, you know? <laughs> I just uh, I feel like that's what the Arrow is. I haven't yeah. watched it, so my opinion's probably not valid on it, but that's why I haven't watched it.
0: <laughs> and you know, I loved Arrow the first two maybe even three seasons but it just they really really tried to to make him out to be batman and it's not working it's not working at all cut his fucking arm off like they did in the comics let's let's spice things up a little bit or (laughs) cancel it like you said just cancel it that that too i'm down with that um anyway that's that's it for my quick twist um yeah let's let's move on to our last little segment here e3 happened as well as there's a lot of shit that uh, has gone on in the last two weeks bar- yeah, yeah and san diego comic-con is coming up yeah i mean goddamn, damn you had we had barroom blitz we had e3 we had comic-con we have barroom blitz coming up again we have san diego comic-con we ha- there's just so much stuff to do this summer and it's and it's great we have the rockies on a losing streak it's you know everything is is as it should be in summer right now um so e3 though let's let's just dabble a little bit into this we're not going to talk a lot about it because i mean honestly there's not much to talk about with this should year's i e3. yeah do you want me to <laughs>
1: mention the games that aren't the game that you want to mention
0: I, I was gonna say I wanted to have Nate on this episode and and we could have done like a, you know Nate did Xbox, you did PlayStation, and I did Switch, um, but then looking into it a little bit more, I realized that Xbox and PlayStation don't fucking matter this year. <laughs> so yeah, Man well, boy. let's uh, let's talk a little bit about about what you saw from E3 as far as like yeah. PlayStation goes.
1: Okay, Mister Nintendo. <laughs> um, so. Any of the grown-ups who are still playing video games have noticed (laughs) that Sony generally has some pretty great exclusives on their system, and uh, that continues to be the case. Um, I don't think Cyberpunk 2077 is necessarily going to be an exclusive, but it looks great, and I'm really excited for it. The trailer, I feel, is a little off-tone because the name is Cyberpunk, and to me the trailer was like... It's not that it wasn't Cyberpunk, it's just that to me it was a little too... um, bright i guess they were outside and it was sunny too much i don't know Mm. i'm
0: i'm sure i'm being a a loser about talking like like the color the color contrast was too
1: yeah it's a very minor nitpick so (laughs) and what i mean is i feel like it probably doesn't represent the feel of the game the game's probably much more you know engrossing and things like that um but it's from the company cd project cd project red who also made the witcher 3 which Mm. is a quite famous for one of the best rpgs ever so there's a lot of goodwill going into this. There's a lot of um, expectation going into this, I hope. I don't think that they'll do the same thing Bungie did, where it's like, everybody loves you. Here's our new game. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> I, I don't think that will happen. Um, but I, I just want to prepare people that it is possible. I don't think it will happen, but it is possible. Just keep that in mind.
0: Oh yeah, um, It's, it's Cyberpunk always possible. looks great.
1: I'll probably yeah, I'll probably get it. Um, I might wait to get it because the single player RPG. It's not that I don't enjoy single player RPGs. It's just that that takes a sort of commitment where I'm like, you know, zoned in and not talking to anybody who's online and not talking to anybody at my house and sure. it's you know sort of dissociative. So i I try to keep to things where I can play for 15 or 20 minutes at a time and put it back down. Um, but I will definitely be checking it out.
0: That was one. Um, it comes out for um, <laughs> comes out for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Yeah. So, so and again, I didn't. I didn't think that one was an exclusive. I
1: just no, I know that there okay. are exclusives available. There were there um, were
0: some pretty good um, PlayStation exclusives. There was there was the Spider Man. They did did a little bit more of the reveal of that game. The gameplay and stuff. It looks so fun, and I I did kind of forget about that one. Again, like there was I I just I kind feel of looked so past good. a lot of stuff. <sighs> let's not let's not do that. <laughs> um and then we we had the Kingdom Hearts 3 reveal. Oh yeah. There was that was pretty cool. Comes out January 29th, 2019. People've been waiting a long time for that. A I never got into time. Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, it's I feel for the game. people who've been waiting. So I've, I'm really excited for them. I, now that I know a release date, I'm going to finally finish Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 cuz I did buy the pack or the the double game not too long ago. I just didn't want to get too involved in it and then have to wait as long as all these other people have waited for three. So obviously yeah. it wouldn't be, but like I I wanted to have a definitive date before I got really, cause I've heard these games are long and they're a ton of fun and they're so immersive that I just didn't want to get too crazy yet.
1: To me, um, that was, I think the biggest block for me to play it was it was like the immersion wasn't there. Cause it, it was just the two styles were so contrasting, like Disney animation Next to anime is just sort of jarring for me. I don't ah, know
0: why. I think it's just because they're so different. I had that um, same issue, but I think once you start playing it, it's it, it, you kind of forget about it because it is a really they they do a really good job of meshing everything together and making a good story out of it. You know,
1: I might I might give it another chance. The best single player game I've recently played was Near Automata. I recommend people check that out. Mm. Uh, but that's very. It, sort of, it seems like, an, I don't mean to sound like a hipster or anything, but it seems like a niche game. A lot of people really don't like it. You should know within the first 10 minutes of that game if you're going to enjoy it. And if you don't, then put it down. But if you do, you'll play the whole thing.
0: Sure. That's something you could probably just rent at a Redbox, too. Um, oh, yeah. And check out for a little bit is, and make sure you want to buy it first. Yeah. Um, um, there was another Assassin's Creed
1: announced. Who cares? Nobody that I know.
0: Um, nope. There, <laughs> days gone um, days gone looks pretty cool that was an exclusive for PS4
1: and again I just I'm so over zombies at this point I m- maybe yeah, somebody is looking for another too. one I just I'm not
0: it it looked fun but I I won't buy it it just it looks cool I'm just kind of trying to go yeah. through the the shit um <laughs> and then
1: there the other game that I do want to make sure that I mention before we go to your whole like <laughs> emotional <laughs> breakdown and simultaneous like <laughs> orgasm anyways um, the game Death Stranding, yeah. by the guy who created Metal Gear Solid, Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. looks bananas. I don't know how else to describe that game. But like, <laughs> go watch the trailer and tell me if you think you know what's going on because you don't. No, I had to no go. I had to Google way. it and go check Reddit and like everywhere I could find to find out what other people thought about it so I could go. Oh, that makes sense. But there's I, nothing though. Yeah, if you there's Nobody basically nothing to go of off it. of. Yeah. These people are much smarter than I am. So go watch a bunch of the trailers for Death Stranding. It stars Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead and Boondock Saints. You know who Norman Reedus is?
0: Of course. He's um, the he's the dude that that plays the crossbow wielder in Walking Dead. That show yeah. that I also quit watching 4 years ago.
1: Yeah. But he I think he was better in Boondock Saints. Anyways, yeah. um he's in the game and it looks like him like it's one of those games where they did the mocap on the guy Um, it's, it's really creepy. You should check it out. It's called Death Stranding. And, um, let's see E3. Oh, one more, one last thing. Uh, Funko did announce their first ever video game. It's going to be a mobile game and it's going to be a Gears of War style game, but with pop Gears of War characters. I'm not super interested in Gears of War, but I am really excited for Funko to make video games. My ultimate dream, obviously, and this will segue really well. Would be for Funko to take all the licenses they have access to and make a Super Smash Pop Funko clone with all the licenses that are not Nintendo, because <laughs> Nintendo does it with all their own stuff. Funko should do with everybody else's stuff, and it would be glorious. And I will take a check in the amount of ten million dollars whenever you guys decide to make that game. So, <laughs> I think that having think, been said, <laughs> I think Sony
0: already did that.
1: No, they failed. With if if their... they if Funko has access to so many licenses. I'm yeah. talking, He-Man, Star Wars. Well, probably not Star Wars, but He-Man, Star Trek, Predator. You know, uh, Adventure Time. Like every movie you can think of, Marvel. Like anything that's not Nintendo could be in this. Like,
0: I mean that that could be cool if if they have the actual like game licensing rights because they could have I, the merchandising licenses. Obviously, so my guess is that... Right, so
1: my guess is that they're going to say, look, we built this mobile game. Mm -hmm. Here's how it's performed. And then they can go to other licensees or licensors, however that would be pronounced, and say, look at how this mobile thing was done. And people are like, oh yeah, do one for us. Like, I I could probably play a Pop Funko game because, again, I have a sickness. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that having been said, I know that the thing you want to talk about is
0: the actual version of what I want. Well, yeah, (laughs) I mean... Dude, look, and every all the cool shit aside from PlayStation, and I mean, I don't even I don't even know if Xbox had a conference this year. Did they do anything this year? Because like,
1: um, the <sighs> game Anthem exists at some point, and I'm oh. not interested because it's a third person shooter. But yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah, don't care.
0: Um, it does look beautiful. Nintendo won this E3. I <laughs> personally, I really think that because there's always that battle, you know, every year they're like, who's gonna win? Who's gonna win E3? I think last year was was uh, Xbox with their little ex- with their like new scorpion thing.
1: Okay, so people will argue this every year because it's exclusively a subjective
0: thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure.
1: I would argue Xbox has never won, but I'm sure that's not true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I w- I'm just thinking of like majority, and and I'm looking at like like whenever I see friends posting stuff, when you know the the yeah. thing that was posted about the most, um, is kind of how I. Determine that and and this year it seemed like nintendo's kind of back to form they're starting to not only they're back back to their like original form of making good games but they're also starting to kind of listen to the fans a little bit i feel like and taking some of that feedback into um into their game manufacturing (laughs) ways um so we knew that Super Smash Brothers was coming out already. It uh, we had the trailer for when was that? It was uh, it was a Nintendo Direct in January, I believe. When they it was a
1: super short teaser.
0: Yeah, it was uh, the Splatoon characters running around, and they saw the Smash Brothers logo in their eyeballs, and it was super cool, and everyone lost their fucking minds, and. And then nothing happened for five months. (laughs) Yeah, but you know how Nintendo does. They're like, hey, this is coming. We'll see you in a little while. (laughs) You'll buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But obviously, you know, the main thing for them this year was Super Smash Brothers. And as someone that has played Super Smash, you know, since the beginning, since 64 days, um, I am super excited about this. I'm a little... (sighs) I guess I would say I'm a little disappointed at how much they revealed with this game, cause it's it was basically everything. Like, there's not really many surprises that are left at this point. But it the game itself just looks fucking incredible. It and being able to go online and have online play, and and be able to do you know eight-person battles and stuff. They're they're bringing some of the old uh, game modes in from Wii U and using some of that stuff. But the best part is every single character that has ever been in a Super Smash Brothers game is in this game. Every single one.
1: I Yes, I it's going to be excellent and I'm going to play a lot of it and I know everybody is going to play a lot of it. Um I I'm probably going to suck at it for a minute or maybe forever. But <laughs> I the thing about it is I don't know that Nintendo had to hold anything back from the reveal. They could probably show you everything about the game and it would still be considered a successful thing because I mean, what are they going to hold back? Everybody knows what to expect. They just want to know that they're getting it at this point.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and just with the fact that they do have every single character announcing that was kind of vital. I feel like they did announce a couple of the new characters, um, like uh, oh shit, I gotta <laughs> they got rid. <written. sighs> I gotta sneeze. <laughs> ah, yes, bless Ridley. You. Ridley or Ridley or Ripley. I think it's Ridley. Ridley. From um, Samus or from Metroid, which is super. That's been something that people have been asking for for a while. And they did give it to us in Brawl, but in the form of a level. If you ever played Brawl on the Wii. Oh, yep. Um, there was that level with Ridley in the background that would like shoot fire at the stage and stuff, which was cool. But People were a little upset because they couldn't actually play as the character. So now you can actually play as Ridley. And again, every single character from from way back, even uh, even Melee days. I mean, they brought Solid Snake back. Every Link that has been available is there. You got Young Link, Toon Link, and you know Adult Link. Um, One thing that I saw was that the Pokemon
1: trainers' alternate outfits correspond with the different generations of Game Boy games. That's pretty cool. Yep.
0: Yep. And you can, I guess the the battle system is a lot better with the Pokemon trainer as well Um, so yeah it just obviously that game is is gonna be the I I saw this meme that was really funny about um, it was like a bird sitting on a tree and it was like uh, you know representing PlayStation and Xbox and it was like now we have some games to show and then this giant bird just jumps on the tree and it's like smash (laughs) because like (laughs) nobody I didn't see anything about anything other than super smash brothers for a good solid 48 hours it was huge it still is yeah it will be and um i mean they had some other stuff that they announced it was really cool uh damon x the pokemon games too yeah and uh damon x Machina. i don't know how to actually pronounce that another switch um exclusive i'm not a huge Like mech warrior fan or anything like that but this game looks like a lot of fun if you haven't seen the trailer go check it out because it looks like it could be a really fun mech warrior kind of like mech battle game um and yeah what uh the pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee i know i gave that game a lot of shit a few weeks ago um but seeing some of the gameplay and what's Going on with that game, it looks like a lot more fun than I originally anticipated. Being Um, able
1: to move your Pokemon Go Pokemon over seems
0: like it's going to be a huge deal. Yep. Oh, and just a side note, Pokemon Go just announced, I think yesterday, that they're bringing in um, a friends list so you can add friends and the trading system by July. Bam. So they're getting set up for Pokemon to come out. They're going to have all their ducks in a row by the time Let's Go comes out. And uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I like that it's original. I think it's it's Kanto region, isn't it? I believe yes. it's the the old Kanto region, and yep. I like how you can see the Pokemon in the grass. Um, yeah, but and and then know, instead
1: of the um, Safari Zone, that's where you'll go to catch your Pokemon Go Pokemon.
0: Yeah, which is super cool. I really like that, um, and and I like the battle system. There is an actual battle system. That looks legit as fuck. <laughs> um, and it's it's with all the trainers on the side of the road or with the gyms and stuff. They're also doing the exclusive Pokeball controller for this game where you can put... Huge deal. You can put a Pokemon in the controller, in the Pokeball controller, and then walk with it and basically treat it as like a gigapet and, and grow it. Um, but it also comes with an exclusive... Mew Pokemon when you buy the controller so that's pretty, pretty cool um, I did see I, I went online to go try and maybe reserve a, something and everything is sold out right now like everything <laughs> is sold out but they do have a bundle can, nope yeah and it's gone but there, there's a bundle that once it gets back in stock it's the game and the controller for a hundred bucks you save ten dollars because each one separate. it's not is bad at $60. all nah, it's, it's, it's good and you get a good Pokemon and you know, you get to, whatever, um, you get to mew it up. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I'm 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 more excited about that game than I was originally. Um, Hollow Knight. I looked into that game. That was pretty cool. I, I was thinking about getting that. It's just a it's a side scroller platforming game. I believe it's
1: been out for a while on other systems, but it's well liked, highly uh, highly
0: yeah. applauded. And they, they, um, they released this game like other games, I think the day they announced it. So, Hollow Knight...
1: Fortnite, Fortnite was downloaded 2 million times in the first 24 hours or something like that. Yeah,
0: and Fortnite's going to be the last thing I talk about because it's kind of funny. But anyway, um, we had Fire Emblem finally announced for uh, spring of 2019. The Fire Emblem Three Houses Switch exclusive looks pretty cool. And then we have... Um. Oh my God! Super Mario Party, coming out <laughs> October fifth. This that'll year. be a
1: big deal too. Yeah,
0: they're really they always go with a strong nostalgia. But this one is so. Oh man, it's so much different because you can you can hook up. Did you see the trailer for this game at all? I did not. Because if you if you have friends like let's say you know, let's say you get a Switch and you get Mario Party and we hang out, me, you, and and Kylie and Joanna, we all hang out. Um, we can play Mario Party together, with with both Switch screens. But then, some of the mini games uh, reco- or require you to attach different screens to each other, and and work that way. Like it'll make a map out of two Switch screens instead of one. It'll like connect oh with weird. each other. Cool. So there's there's a lot of innovation in innovation on that, and and I'm really excited to see how that. I've always loved Mario Party too, and and those mini games. have... They're always they're why, always good why for were you suddenly a southern texas oil gentleman. I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> Innovation.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's my bad. But no, they they all th- those games are always good for, you know, just just playing with some friends or losing some friends. And I'm excited to to see where that where that game goes for sure. Let's see. Um Fallout Shelter was released switch which is not that big of a deal it's just that like mobile kind of game but it does kind of ask the question are they bringing fallout to the switch at any Uh, point Fallout
1: 76 was announced just prior i i never played fallout so feel free to scream at me for
0: that i've i played i think the third one or something like that for a little while i never finished it but it was fine it's fine um I just I I would probably play it more if it came out on the Switch cuz that's how I am right now. I'm I'm being kind of a Switch snob at the moment cuz <laughs> I want to. <laughs> um I think that was uh that was about it as far as I guess Overcooked 2 was a pretty big deal. I've never so even heard of that game. Well, obviously, but,
1: a lot of stuff happened at E3 other than what we talked about, and you should go look it up because there's tons of details everywhere else. Yeah, I but wanted. That's, that's mostly the stuff that we were interested in.
0: Yeah, about. and I did want to talk a little bit about Fortnite because I, I, I've been on the fence about Fortnite, and it, especially going into into Fortnite on on PS4 with everyone that's already been playing for so long, and you know, I get into the map and I just get the shit kicked out of me constantly <laughs> in that game. I can never finish anywhere above like the 40, 40th place out of a hundred, you know, and it's, it's discouraging. So I kind of quit playing it on PS4. But Then I downloaded it the day it came out on switch. I downloaded it on switch and <laughs> okay. So there were a lot of people that had a problem with the fact that you couldn't port your PlayStation four um, information from, The playstation to the switch so so there was a block on that which understandably so that would be frustrating for the hardcore fortnite players now but for brand new players exactly for someone like me that has played it and kind of knows what's going on and how to do things but not very good yet because i've never gotten the chance to get good i'm kicking the shit out of kids like (laughs) noobs it's I went from you know like I was saying finishing no more than like fortieth place. I haven't finished lower than tenth place nice. in in this since I've started playing it, and I've been playing it a lot, and it's all because everyone that's playing is brand new because nobody is gonna switch from their p s four to go on to Nintendo and play you know from the beginning. nobody's gonna do that and i was I was kind of questioning like why I was doing so I think about the first round I played, I got second place. I was like, "That's I'm weird." Like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I mean, that's really cool, but that's that's weird." I'm and, bad. <laughs> and then you know, as as information kept coming in, I was like, "Oh, no wonder! No wonder I'm winning because because no one can do anything, and they don't want to transfer their shit." Over. So, so yeah, Fortnite is a lot of fun on the Switch if you're new to the game and you've wanted to have like like a good college chance at at getting better at the game. Because you know it's it's a basically for Switch owners it's a brand new game, and I I do recommend playing it as long as as long as it's out. Um, with with PUBG suing them, they might not be around.
1: Nah, it'll <laughs> no. be
0: fine. I know the only the only thing going against Fortnite in this particular uh, case is that it's being um, settled in Korea, South Korea. So they're not doing a court case in America over this. It's a court case in Korea. So, yeah, I was doing a little bit of research on it. And there's a few things with the Korean copyright laws that give PUBG a little bit of an advantage. But, I mean, it's not. I don't know if a lawsuit there would affect the law here, though. Mm, mm, I guess they could could make them go bankrupt or something. You know, there, there could be something where they, I don't know. I, I don't th- I don't think anything's gonna happen out of it, but it is something that I will watch as time goes on. That is all that I have. There's not really much else that I wanted to there's nothing left talk about this week um oh, oh I'm sorry no because because I always have to have some sort of star wars news always mm. <laughs> there is. Uh, And a new game that was just announced, Oh man, it's a Star Wars game. They didn't say anything about it. They just said that it's like in development. So I feel like it's going to be a game that's not going to come out till either. So very late 2019 or (laughs) 2020. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find the name. Star Wars Fallen Order uh, colon. No, no. Star Wars Jedi colon, Fallen Order is what it's called.
1: I don't want to play any Jedi Colon games, <laughs> no matter no matter what part of the Star Wars universe <laughs> it takes place in. It's going to take place
0: in in Dagobah, the asshole of, eh. of the universe. <laughs> Swamp ass jokes abound. <laughs> yeah, so that that is cool though that they're. It is EA making that game, so it is a little like. Eh, it could be good, but it could also be. Full of microtransactions. Evil. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm I'm a little upset about Red Dead Redemption Two right now because there are things in that game that you'll never get access to unless you pre-order it, and the microtransactions in that game apparently are through the roof, and it's it's yeah. to the point where like you have to unlock um, areas in the map by paying for it, like so the li- the little bit of like you know five dollars here, five dollars there. Just a quick little
1: aside. If you're interested in a game that does not have any of that stuff at all, Cyberpunk 2077 has been basically confirmed to have no bullshit.
0: Good, <laughs> that's good. I I I love that because I think microtransactions need to go away. That is such a fucking ripoff on everything. You already spend so much money on a game, then they're just gonna penny pinch. It'll never. Ass,
1: like- It'll never go away. It generates money, and it'll never I know. stop generating money. I know, so
0: and it's 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 annoying,
1: but you're right. It's here to stay, but you can still find developers that are doing it right or not doing it very much at all.
0: Right, and I, I would agree with you that Bungie has done a really good job with Destiny and their microtransactions.
1: Yes, Even though you, a lot of
0: people disagree. <laughs> which is strange, because what, what, like... It's all cosmetic. Yeah, it's what advantage cosmetic. does any of that shit yeah. give you on there? I've never bought anything on there that gives me any sort of advantage. Except for nope. maybe the drop the mic emote, and that just gives me the advantage of pissing people <laughs> off. Being way cooler like, than <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, there's there's nothing it's not like Star Wars when Star Wars first came out, Battlefront two, where you could basically purchase every single character for, you know, three thousand dollars or whatever yeah. it was. I'm glad that they, you know, finally got their shit together and took every single microtransaction out of that game, and I will say it until the new one comes out. Check that. Check Battlefront 2 out now because it is a, a quality game now. There's no microtransactions, nothing, and I'm hoping that EA learned their lesson and they're not going to put that in the Jedi colon Fallen Order game <laughs> because I will be so pissed off. That being said, that is all for the show today, I believe. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add into this, Jesse?
1: Not that I can think of. I mean... Again, we somehow managed to do the 3 a.m. podcast, but that's how dedicated we are. We hey just we have to bring you the podcast. So
0: that's what we do. It's, and you we know, hope you, you
1: appreciate it because we appreciate you. Yeah.
0: You were talking about deadlines. We, we you know, I like to keep our deadlines. So, <laughs> And, yes, thanks, everyone, again, for, for listening to us and putting up with our shenanigans. And huge thanks again to everyone for the Barroom Blitz. I cannot wait to see you all again. On July 11th at Broadway Bar and Bites um, to see Smile of Victoria, Summer Like the Season, and Corn Smut. Very interesting name, but it will be a fun show. So I think that, yeah, that's going to be all we have for this evening. Um, we are the Twist My Arm Podcast. I am your host, Josh. And my name is Jesse. Be cool to each other. And we will talk at you again next week.
1: The Twist My Arm crew Thanks you for listening to this episode Of the Twist My Arm Podcast The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song Was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang